Welcome to Innovo Radio, your place to gather insight and wisdom for creating healthy organizations. Discover how to uncover defects in your organization and find ways to be a powerful force of change for your organization. Here's your host, David Phillips. you're doing well this is david phillips with the nova radio and we're back for a new season and um so what i'm gonna do with this podcast is to start doing seasons um somewhere between four and six episodes in a season generally centered around a specific topic or book even um and uh so today I want to start a series or start a season um, talking about Leadership 4.0. Um, so, Leadership 4.0. We're, we're moving into a new era of leadership. Um, by 2020, millennials, or by this year, not 2020, by this year, millennials could be half of the U.S. workforce. And by 2025... They could be 75% of the global workforce. And so this is a generation that's completely grown up on digital. And what they're looking for in leadership, what they're asking for, what is part of their DNA, because that mindset is very different from what I grew up in as a, you know 50 years ago. And so, as they have grown up differently, as industry has grown up differently, as world and culture has changed, we need to um, look at leadership from a different perspective. When, When we start that, though, what we need to understand is that in the fourth industrial revolution, or what's been termed as Industry 4.0, is actually creating the need for Leadership 4.0. And so we're going to start there today. We're going to start by looking at Industry 4.0, a little bit of history about the industrial revolutions, and, and a description of, of kind of what's been termed Industry 4.0, and uh, the threat that people feel from it. So let's jump right in. Just as a history lesson, let's look at the, uh, the three previous industrial revolutions. So the first was a transition to new manufacturing processes in Europe and the U.S., and this started somewhere around 1760 and lasted till somewhere between 1820 and 1840. That transition uh, in processes included going from um, going from hand production methods to machines. There were new chemical manufacturing and iron production processes that, that came into existence. The increasing use of steam power and water power. Uh, there was this development of machine tools and mechanized factories. Uh, 
And ironically, it led to a huge jump in population rate or population growth. The second industrial revolution followed that, and it was also a period of rapid development, primarily in in the in Western Europe and in the U.S., but also in Japan. Uh, so the second industrial revolution was characterized by the build out of railroads. There was large scale iron and steel production. There was a, a lot of machinery that was used in manufacturing. A continued uh, increase in steam power, a widespread use of the telegraph, and the the use of, of petroleum and the beginning of electricity being run throughout the world. And it was, it was also during this time that modern um, organizational methods or the, an understanding of the, the methodology and the processes and the systems for using or creating or operating large-scale businesses uh, over vast areas. Uh, not just your local mom and pop, but but major corporations across countries and even in, even globally, those methods came into use. They they were developed and began to be used. Industry 3.0 or the third industrial revolution uh, that appeared with the the rise of a new type of energy we call nuclear. It, this revolution witnessed the, the rise of electronics, you know, the things like transistors and microprocessors, and also the rise of telecommunications and computers. It led to the production of miniaturized material that would help develop and expand and create new industries, uh, specifically in space research and biotechnology. Uh, it gave rise to a high level of automation in production thanks to two major inventions. Automatons, which are pro- uh, programmable logic controllers and robots. And so now we're, we're moving into the fourth industrial revolution, Industry 4.0, which is the code name given to that. And it's the future of industry. You have metel- uh, intelligent machines that are self-aware. Automa- uh, automation challenges can be solved by the m- machines and the logic and the programming of the machines itself. The manufacturing and engineering industries are leading the revolution, but other industries are going to have to transition to survive as well. And it's going to be those who are agile. And so to make this work, leaders and, and managers are going to have to, to put in place new strategic thinking to exploit the business opportunities that will arise out of this because as Industry 4.0 grows, new kinds of jobs will need to be created, new kinds of training will need to be done and so you need strategic thinking to be able to take advantage of that 
And then also to respond to threats that are presented by the new companies, organizations that, and that are nimble and agile that always rise up in these kinds of things. Maybe the easiest way to understand the, the fourth industrial revolution is just to just to focus on the technologies that are driving it. So let's just let's touch on these for um, for a moment and then we can um, we'll wrap that up. One is artificial intelligence. You know, com- uh, computers can think like humans. They recognize patterns. They process information. They're able to draw conclusions. They're able to make recommendations. It's um, they spot patterns in huge piles of unstructured data, and they power the autocorrect on your phone. Artificial intelligent robots are learning to walk. Artificial intelligence has given rise to software that can write software almost as good as humans can write software. So you have artificial intelligence. Then you have blockchain. So blockchain is a a secure and decentralized way of recording and sharing data. You don't have to, to rely on any kind of intermediaries to make that happen. Bitcoin is probably the best-known blockchain application. But that technology can be used in other ways, including making supply chains traceable, securing um, sensitive medical data anonymously, and even combating voter fraud. Obviously, there's a, a new rise in computer technologies. They're making computers smarter, things like quantum computing, um, uh, cloud computing, uh, all of those things uh, are making computers faster, smarter, uh, more agile. Then you have uh, also things like virtual reality and augmented reality. So, for instance, L'Oreal's makeup app allows users to experiment with the makeup products before buying them. And then you have uh, uh, Google has a, a translate phone app, which lets you scan and translate street signs and menus and other texts like that. Then you have um, biotechnology. So that harnesses the cellular and biomolecular processes to develop new technologies and products for a, a range of uses from pharmaceuticals and materials to industrial manufacturing processes and cleaner, more efficient energy sources. Another technology driving it is um, robotics, and that's the design, manufacture, and use of robots for personal and communi- uh, commercial use. Uh, you have um, robot assistants in homes. Uh, just think of uh, a Roomba, for instance. But even more complex, uh, the, the, the robots that put together your car. Then you have 3D printing, and we've heard of that. So it allows manufacturing businesses to print their own parts. There's, no, there's less cost. There's less tooling. It's faster. 
It can be customized. All those uh, beautiful things that that 3D printing allows us to do. There's a lot of innovative materials like plastics and metal alloys and biomaterials um, that are shaking up uh, sectors including manufacturing, renewable energy, construction, and healthcare. Then you have the Internet of Things. Uh, so your Apple Watch, those wearables that monitor your physical condition, your blood pressure, your glucose level, the uh, that can do an EKG on you, the number of steps, all those things. Um, and the thing is that the businesses can, can, can collect that consumer data and it allows businesses to understand how their products are being used and can tailor marketing campaigns and product development based on that. Um, but it's not just that. There are industrial applications. So farmers are putting uh, Internet of Things sensors into fields to, mar- uh, to monitor the soil attributes and help them to understand when to fertilize, for instance. And then you've got, um, you've got technology that is powering uh, uh, automobiles, the battery, um, Elon Musk's Tesla. Um, then you also have things coming down the pipe like Hyperloop. And so Industry 4.0 is is really spoken more about in, in terms of um, that digital technology that's driving innovation. Um, we don't we don't really have much uh describe much of industry 4.0 uh with people we don't use people to describe that very much in fact uh industry 4.0 technology scares a lot of feel uh, a lot of people because they're they feel like it's going to replace their jobs and in many cases there will but there will be new jobs that grow and develop out of that and that's where leadership 4.0 can play a big and important part of how Industry 4.0 is integrated into a, a new working life. And so uh, that's what we'll start looking at in the in the next episode. We'll be looking at what is Leadership 4.0. All right. Thanks for listening. And I uh, look forward to uh, sharing that with you in the next episode. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode of Innova Radio. I really do appreciate it. Um, if you want to uh, take some time, I'd really appreciate it if you could go over to iTunes and maybe give a, uh, a review if you like it. If you don't, don't do that. Uh, also, uh, you can sign up for our newsletter at wdavidphillips.com and you can find me on Facebook as well. Look forward to interacting with you. Have a great day.
Thanks for listening in today. And be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode of Powerful Insight. For more up-to-date information and tips to help you on your quest for change, head over to the website at www.wdavidphillips.com and sign up for our newsletter.